Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thank you so much for listening. My guest today is J. Keith Van Stratton. But before we get to that, a few announcements to make. First of all, it's the website, TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there, check it out. Going to be some changes coming to the website. Very excited about it, but stick around and see what's going to happen. So that's TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go see the stories, the articles, the pictures, and everything else. And, of course, there are links to all our social media. And by that, I mean Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. And if you're going to iTunes, hey, how about giving us a good rating, huh? That boosts our presence, helps people find the show. So if you can do that, I appreciate you saying a few nice things. That would be cool. If you want to write me, it's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to all that have written in with some suggestions for Ireland. I mentioned last show that I'm going there next month in October with my mom. And we're going to be traveling around Ireland. And uh, if any of you have any kind of suggestions or uh, some great experiences that you've had, you can tell me about them at TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. My guest today, J. Keith Van Stratton, he was one of our very first guests on this podcast, and uh, I've traveled with him before in the past, and I've uh, had a great experience traveling with him, and he has been a busy, busy guy traveling all around the world, so it's great to have him back, and uh, I think you're going to like his stories, and he's got some great tips about how he's uh, affording all this travel, doing some travel hacking. So enjoy my talk with Mr. J. Keith Van Stratton. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm here with once again, J. Keith Van Stratton. How are you? Very well, thank you. Am it's I... been a while. Yes, I was trying to remember when was the last time I was well, here. Well, you were you interviewed me on the 50th episode. Oh, that was a classic. But uh, you, when you were the subject, you yeah. were one of the first. You were probably, I think, maybe our fourth or something, or third or fourth guest. Okay. So it's been a few years wow. in that aspect. I, and in that time, you've been busy. I have been. I've been traveling a lot more. Yes, yes. I, I hope to think I'm like one of the inspirations for you going around the world. Well, I, that's nice of you to think that. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, we both talk about places to go and share travel deals. That's and, true. Uh, credit card stuff and all that. And, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been taking advantage of it. I've, I've, I believe this year I will have traveled more miles and places than any other year so far. Yeah. What Was it... Um, Mostly with the uh, freaking flyer miles. Did, is that uh, it was a mix, actually. I got uh, I, I got into following a lot of the blogs as far as mileage runs and where there's where there's good deals. Right. You had told me about this. You you did a mileage run. Where is it to Alaska? Maybe or something. Uh, did that one did last year? Yeah, that turned out not to be as lucrative as I <laughs> as I had hoped. But I did I did get to go to Hartford, Connecticut this year on a mileage Ooh, run. Stop and, bragging. And, well, okay, you're right. You <laughs> just got off and just went right back on the plane again. And no, no, around? I didn't. Th- that that's the hardcore mileage run. I did I did that when I went to Alaska uh, last year. For one of them, I actually, I went to Alaska twice in in a day and a half. What? So basically, I went to I went from LAX to Anchorage, uh, got off the plane. Forty minutes later, got back on the plane, went back to LAX. A couple hours later, went back on the plane back to Alaska. <laughs> but then I stayed in Alaska for a couple of days, and then I, then I went back. Okay. So that, that was my that was I guess yeah that's the only true as the as the as the serious travel hackers call yeah. it, mileage run where you actually do a, a same day turnaround. For people who don't know what a mileage run is, it's basically uh, you. Take a trip just for the miles to keep your status or mm-hmm. to upgrade your status with the airline. Right. What airline was, was this American with the uh, Alaska one was for Alaska Airlines back okay. then because they were they were doing a promotion. I think they had an, uh, I think it was a new route from LAX to Anchorage, and so okay. they were doing like triple miles. And Alaska you can use on American Airlines, right? And then the Ameri- it was American for Hartford. Now you doing the big uh, the credit card churning and all that other stuff? Yes, I've been I've been doing uh, I've been doing some of that. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, I, I'm th- that's one of the it, it, there's such a huge learning curve for for, mm-hmm. for doing the serious again travel hacking of you know how to how to churn all of the cards and get every you know I, I definitely don't maximize everything, but I am learning more and more every year. I actually got really a lot of great tips from uh, Eric Rosen, the points guy. Yes, who was on your podcast. Yes, that was a very that was a very helpful podcast. Uh, not only do I uh, come on as a guest, I uh, I often listen. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, I've gotten – I did a huge uh, Apo-Rama back in the spring, and then I did a few more cards this summer. And uh, I think actually just this week I made my last spend threshold. Okay. So I'm now jonesing for a new card because now I feel like anytime, <laughs> I, anytime I charge something on a card that's not going towards a bonus, I feel like I'm totally wasting I know. my time and my money. I'm, I've been about – 
let's see, about a year since the last one. I did the Chase yeah. Sapphire, and I think uh, that was my last one. No, I did, did the, the um, Advantage one. The American, I did the Advantage 100,000 yeah. yeah, I did that too. And uh, that was a tough one because it was a 10,000-mile uh, spending. spending, yeah. And uh, in the first three months, so I paid my property taxes with it. Oh, that's great. Which cost a, you know, you there's a fee, a fee to it. it yeah. yeah, it's like a 1% thing. So, But still, when I added it up, yeah, it was no, cool. it's not for everybody, but there's a lot of great. The, the thing that's so great is that there's so many resources and websites that can tell you if it's worth, you know, what what, what it's worth doing at, at what point and all that. And you know, there, I love as you probably do also, like sharing information with people. And so you know, I, I like posting <laughs> a lot of. I've, I'm really happy as much as I'm happy for the mileage that I've gotten for myself. I'm really happy to see friends who've gotten mileage from oh, some yeah. of these offers that work for them. And again, it's not for everybody. You know, you have to pay it on time every month, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Have good credit, be willing to use it, but um, and keep them straight yeah yeah exactly that's where i so uh, every so often i fell behind on one and yeah. i'm like uh, there's one i can't even find yeah, i'm looking around happened. for it it's funny that happened to me i i, I there was a, there was i think it was a hilton uh city card that i got in a year or so ago and it came up for an annual fee and it wasn't worth it for me to pay the annual fee so instead of closing it which i had read isn't is good for your credit it's yeah it dings it a little open. bit yeah. uh i actually downgraded it to a non to a free card, card. Yeah, yeah to a free card uh and then i never used it and didn't know there was a little balance on it so i got all of these calls when i was traveling <laughs> <laughs> and all that, and I literally couldn't find it. So it, it definitely is, you know. It, so it, it ended it, up hurting your credit anyway. Uh, I, I, I have to, I have to check, but uh, you know, like I said, it's a learning curve. You know, I'm doing a little bit, a little bit more every year. Yeah. But I did that. I did that American the offer that we talked about the the executive thing that got a hundred thousand miles and came with the um, uh, Admirals Club thing. Right. So I've been, I've been enjoying using that. The Admirals Club is nice. Yeah. But you got to use it because it's a four hundred and ninety five dollar fee. A it year, was a bit so. of a splurge, but I it figured, is. Yeah. But I figured, you know, I'm definitely going to use the mileage and and. And I do use and I, I do use the clubs, mm-hmm. and it's fun using. It's fun finding places where they have a club in the same terminal when I'm not on American <laughs> to, right. to use that also. So I'll have to look at you know they'll they'll I'll come into the club and they'll say oh where are you traveling today and I'll be like um let's see wait where, where do they have a flight today oh yeah on that exactly. other airline that you yeah don't, it's kind uh, of fun honor. it's interesting you're the only one in here yeah, <laughs> yeah. that actually happened to me and uh, <laughs> I think I was in I think I was in Frankfurt or something and I was I had the only I was the only but one that's in not there. illegal right I mean that's, I don't you're think not so. breaking any rules I mean I you join so. the club you yeah, should exactly. be in you know, Actually, you I, don't have to be should, flying. We go hang out there right now. Yeah, we should go get a meal. Well, here's the thing: in the old <laughs> days, before you had to have a boarding pass to get into the terminal, like, could you just go out and hang out at the at your Admirals Club or your Red Carpet Club? No, or you, have there, meetings there. Or it something? was it was still a uh, a private club. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to be a member. But I'm saying, but like, but it was more affordable for one, right? But also, uh, no, you could do you can still do that if you're if you're in the terminal. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason why you uh, you're part of the club. Yeah. I'm I paid five hundred dollars for this exactly. thing. I'm, I'm using it. Oh no, believe me, I'm gonna. I'm determined. I'm to using eat. the hell out of it. Oh my god, I'm, I'm eating about a thousand dollars worth of those yogurt pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get my money. Well, worth. the good Admirals Club. I mean, the best ones I've been to were like a Narita in Tokyo, mm-hmm. which is like you know, sushi, really open bar. You know, wine, uh, beer. They had like whiskey and stuff, uh, all that stuff, and and uh, yeah, free food all laid mm-hmm. out. And uh, you know that adds up. I mean, that's a whole meal. You're, you're, if you can do one or two meals, no, absolutely in there. There's you know you're saving a lot on airport meals yeah. and that kind of thing. So, and they treat you better, mm-hmm. and you don't have to you know be yeah. with the riffraff. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, one more thing before we get sure. off that. What are the other sites you recommend other than uh, the Points Guy Points and our guy friend I like Eric a lot. Rosen? I like Million Mile Secrets. Okay, um, yeah, uh, I like those guys because also they, they they're. They're travel bloggers. They make it really simple, uh, easy to follow, and also they're responsive. If I have a question, and, and that, the the guy who runs it actually uh, saved me a, a lot of money on a on a credit card that I had had a question about, and he said, "Oh, just write them and ask them, blah blah blah." And then I did, and I got all this free mileage and fees returned and all that stuff. Oh, so that great! Was cool. Uh, another website that I like is uh, milevalue.com, Mile Value. by a guy, a guy named Scott Grimmer. And he actually does a free consultation with people about credit cards um, for getting mileage. If you tell him sort of what your goals are and what credit cards you currently have, he'll do a personalized uh, email to you with, with you know, things he suggests. Um, you know, some of those are links that he gets some, some money for right. if you apply, but, you know, you take them or yeah. leave them. Uh, that was helpful for me to, to get some good offers. Um, and then I also like – I've been since I've been doing a lot more revenue um, – buying tickets as opposed to mileage ones. Uh, my favorite one is called theflightdeal.com, um, and that has they, they have new deals every day uh, that uh, help you. I think their threshold is if it has to be six cents a mile or less um, for, for it to be considered a deal, and that's where I found a bunch of ones. Actually, that's where I found uh, I booked this book to a trip to Thailand that I found on there. Um, I booked this trip to um, Dominican Republic I'm going next week. I think I found that on there. Um, so ones like that, and I put them all in a, in a 
you know, an RSS feed and read them. And some of them I have, uh, I, I subscribe to their tweets. And so if they send a Twitter tweet out, that it'll, I'll get a little buzz on my phone and can check it out, that kind of stuff. Are they literally last minute? I mean, like for that week sometimes? Or? Uh, not usually. Once in a while they have ones for, you know, I, I think most of the airlines and some hotels do a, a weekly special. So um, I haven't found those as much on there. And, and they're also really good about saying, you know, I think there was a, there was a deal that went on today as we're recording this where it said, you know, well, you pretty much are going to have to go this weekend if you want to go to Hawaii for $300, but here's the deal anyway. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, I, so like those, I like those sites a lot. Speaking of these deals and mm-hmm. all this travel you've been doing, let's yeah. get right down to all it. Right, to finally. the one place that uh, you went to that I always wanted to go mm-hmm. and that I've never been, mm-hmm. and that's Easter Island. Oh, okay. Now, from all I've heard about it... Yes. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but the one thing I have heard about it, it is kind of a pain in the ass to get to. Kind of, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, there's only, uh, I think there's only one airline that serves it, and there's only two cities you can go from. I think you can go from Santiago, and then I think you can go from somewhere in Tahiti. So, okay, it's part of Chile. Yes. So it's way down there. Yeah. Even when you're in Chile, it's a, I think it was about a five or five and a half hour flight. Wow. Okay. If I recall. And uh, yeah, I, was, I had gotten a really good deal to go down to uh, Peru and Chile. Um, and so I had that trip planned with a friend of mine and I, we were sort of looking around, oh, what else do we want to do? And the idea of Easter Island came up and I looked and, you know, there, there really aren't cheap flights there. And, uh, finally I just said, well, if I'm ever going to go, I'm never going to be closer than I am when I'm in Chile. And I got such a good deal. I think, I think I ended up paying like $320 or something for like the round trip down to Peru and Chile. And so I thought, you know, if I'm ever going to go, I'm never going to be closer. And so I just, uh, just went for it. What, $300 round trip from here? Yeah. No, it was it was one of those crazy deals. That's insane. Yeah, you know, again and again, when I when I when I mentioned some of these deals, it's not always you know the most direct route. Oh, like I think this went. Through, I mean, it was not an around the world trip, but but you know, for the for, for me, I would rather pay. I would rather That's have amazing. a four hour layover somewhere and pay peanuts than yeah. you know get there get there more direct and and pay a lot more. Did you go through Panama or Mexico City through, through uh, San Salvador? So it went from oh, I know gosh. it went from wow. uh, I believe it was LAX to San Salvador and then San Salvador to Lima and then you know was in Lima for a while went up to Machu Picchu and then Lima to Santiago and then before I went back to Lima we did Santiago to Easter Island a round trip for okay. uh, for a couple of days now Easter Island the other thing I heard about it mm-hmm. uh, not a lot to do there also true uh, also <laughs> okay. especially if, you see and, the big heads yes and then then what. Uh, uh, you walk around. Uh, there was some good napping. <laughs> okay. Um, I did scuba dive there, which was great. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I got certified uh, in Jamaica in January. Finally. Uh, yes. Yeah. So we did, I didn't. I think I did. I think I maybe when I I drove with you, it was sort of the pre. I don't know what they call it, but it was like a pre-licensed. Yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. A holiday dive or something, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I finally got my open water. I think yes. certification. So um, yeah. So I, I did uh, dive there, which was a lot of fun. Welcome to the club. Thank you very much. Did you get the prescription mask? I did after that trip okay. because yeah. I realized I cannot see. Anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so right after that trip, I went and finally got the prescription mask, <laughs> uh, and I got to use that for the first time. This uh, the last trip I did in Spain. Oh, okay. um, I went to Ibiza and. Uh, did, oh, you did go. Did, yeah, and I did a dive there and uh, got to finally see what people were talking about. And like, it's pretty nice down yeah. there. <laughs> it turns out it's pretty great. I haven't heard much about the di- diving in Ibiza, but uh, I don't really know enough sorry, about Ibiza. diving to say to describe it, I guess, or to say whether it's good or yeah. bad. Because I don't, I don't really, I'm really relatively new at it, so I don't know much to compare. I still, you know, I like doing it and I like looking at the pretty fish. But other, you know, <laughs> did I you did, see a lot of fish? Not too many. Um, I, I unfortunately had a bit of a bad experience. Uh, oh no! This last dive in Ibiza, I I ended up having a cut on my foot that got infected, and mm. that totally disrupted my my whole nervous system, and so I wasn't able to to do my second dive. And it turned out I actually had. Uh, this is a whole other story, but I had an infection, had to go see this doc, had to find a doctor in Ibiza uh, who came on his moped with his fleece vest and <laughs> slathered sauce on my foot. Yeah. And, you know, I had a makeshift cast and, and that whole thing. So that was fun coming home on a, on a cane. What was the um, infection from? I, I thought my foot had been hurting for a couple of weeks. I was in New York for a week and then I did a two week tour of Spain and it had been hurting for a lot of the time. And I just thought, oh, I'm doing a lot of walking. I'm wearing crappy shoes. But it turned out I got some sort of a cut. I don't know if it was a blister that popped. Sorry, oh. for, those, sorry for that image. Nice. Uh, but all I know is that when I went to the Mediterranean, apparently that's where the bacteria lives. Yeah. Uh, and so by the time I got back on the boat, I, I literally, when the doctor was touching it, it was, it was too much. Oh. So fortunately, uh, you know, they had antibiotic and, you know, and I was able to 
to hobble my way to a pharmacy and you know get a makeshift cast and I was, I was pretty proud of myself for MacGyvering my cast for the way back because um, I had sort of this half shoe that I had had, and I wrapped it in a towel, and then I went and bought a pair of water wings at one of the uh, tourist stores, and I inflated the, wa- the water wing and put it over it. And so at least, you know, when I had to, if I had to step on the ground, there was some uh, insulation. <laughs> That's a good idea. It actually worked out really well. And, and it wasn't until I, I flew back through... Uh, Frankfurt back to LAX and only the, and it's funny nobody in Spain noticed that it was a water ring and everybody in Germany did oh. it, was, it was pointing and, and <laughs> laughing at or with me ah that, that friendly German laugh that yeah, we exactly. all love so much <laughs> the, uh, what is it with you and feet because last uh, trip I took with you I cut open my foot yeah and uh, it was in the worst possible place I cut open my, the bottom of my toes mm-hmm. on the coral Mm. which you have to be very careful for Absolutely. and I think it got infected as well because there's so much you know there's the stuff there's living things yeah. on fungus on the coral. Absolutely. And I definitely got in there, and uh, you're cursed. That might be it. Although since then, I always carry a little thing of Neosporin in, oh, my, absolutely. Uh, in my travel kit. Because I think, I, if I recall, you didn't, that was the one thing you didn't Yeah, we had to get you. a uh, – I think I still got the uh, Panamanian version <laughs> of Neosporin <laughs> somewhere. But uh, back to Easter Island. Yes, sorry. So you walk around, and yeah. you learn about the big heads, which were – are, have they, has the mystery ever been solved of really what they are? There's different uh, – depending on what tour guide you speak to or what guide you, what guide you read, uh, there's, there's a bunch of theories uh, because some of them – basically I think the, the, the main thing that's interesting to me was that so many of them were unfinished. So basically they were in the middle of finishing them and then they suddenly got attacked and had to you know, defend themselves and then they died. Um, right. And so you'll see a lot of these – a lot of the m- – Moai, Moai, Mo- yeah. I can always, I can never pronounce it right. Uh, so you'll see a lot of them finished, and then you'll see a lot of them, you know, sort of partly finished or you know have slid down to certain areas. Um, it, it was, it was pretty incredible. So I, I think th- there, from the best of my knowledge, what I recall was that there's there's different theories, but not a definitive uh, solution or answer to to what they are. So what I've seen of the island and photos, mm-hmm. it looks very barren. Mm-hmm. It looks like not a lot of trees or anything like that, right? There, uh, there was some. There was. I don't know. I found there were parts of it that were more lush than others. Um, and you know, they they make a lot of where the heads are. It's, it's sort of a big park that, you, of course, you have to you know pay a fee to get, mm-hmm. get into and all that. And so a lot of that can be kind of lush. And it's and and there's we, we saw wild horses running and you know chickens and you <laughs> yeah. know all the all the, all that kind of stuff. And it's not you know it's actually nice to go to a place that's that welcomes tourists but is not so overdeveloped. Um, you know, I did not see a Target or a, you know, or right. a Walmart there or a McDonald's or anything, and that, that part was nice. Um, you know, you get off the plane and, you know, you walk out into the sun and then, you're, <laughs> you know, the airport is sort of a lean-to. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's sort of, you know, built out from that. Um, so, uh, uh, no, there was there – was, it reminded me a lot of, 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 uh, of maybe a, a more remote part of Hawaii, um, but with less sort of organized activities. How long did you stay on the island? I think we got in on a Saturday afternoon and we left on a Monday afternoon. And I would have maybe sp- stayed a little longer. Ba- basically, we we went there to look at it and to dive. And so that was the – Right. And, you know, we were on a very tight schedule. Of, again, when you buy a really cheap <laughs> airline ticket – You go by their dates. Yeah, exactly. And so that was – you know, it, 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 we could just sort of squeeze it in to uh, to go there. I would think the water's got to be cold. Uh, no, it was great. I don't, I don't remember if we wore a wetsuit there or not. Oh, really? I don't remember. It was in I thought it would be so far south that maybe the water would be pretty cold. Maybe. But no, but there were definitely a couple of times where, where we just went into the ocean to swim and, okay. and all that stuff as well. So no, it was very, it was very pleasant. What's the hotel scene? Uh, <laughs> that was a little interesting. We did – I can't remember if it ended up – I think it was an Airbnb – but it was it was it was sort of a guest lodge kind of a situation. No, and I think that was actually through Hotels.com. So that was um, it was it was not a hotel, but it was yeah. you know one of those. It was more of a uh, like I said, a guest house kind of a thing. Um, yeah, there there were no huge uh, at least that we saw huge resorts or anything big, big and commercial. Which again, is for for better and for worse, you know. Um, What's the population there? Very, very small. I think they said it was – I'm sorry. You asked me so many fat questions. Yeah, but but I'm remember. just wondering. It's all stuff we could look up, but I yeah. don't remember exactly. It's a, you know, that was like four or five trips ago. Now. I mean it's not a bustling place. <clears throat> no, no, not at all. I mean it was funny when you know, we asked people, you know, oh, what, what, what's the nightlife like? What do we do? And you know, they said, oh, well, there's the disco. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, not a lot, but we also were there. Uh, it was not sort of the peak uh, season. Um, also, as you know, I don't eat fish or seafood, and apparently that's Strike another. Two. Yeah, exactly. That's another reason that people go there because <laughs> yeah. you know they get this great fresh. You know, you're not made for islands, really. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> the, um, so, uh, but the other thing I've heard about, uh, let's go to Santiago mm-hmm. in Chile. Yeah, 
little dull, I've heard, compared to the rest of South America. Uh, well, I, this is my first time in South America. Oh, well, okay. I guess Panama yeah. was my first time in South America. Well, that's Central technically, America. Technically, yeah. yeah. Well, technically, well, if you cross the go, bridge. Exactly, yeah. I consider South America. <laughs> so I've not, I've not been to Brazil or Argentina or So you, know, you had not been to Lima yet? No, I'd not I, okay. So Lima, Lima we went to first, and then from Lima went up to Cusco, and then Cusco you go up to Machu Picchu. Yeah. Um, I like Santiago a lot. I was very I, – I, I, this maybe sounds naive, but I was really impressed with just what a metropolitan, cosmopolitan city it was. I, thought well, it was I heard very... it's most, like, built up and, and yeah. modern and, and probably the wealthiest nation, I think, down there. Oh, is that right? Okay. It, it may was, be. It was very, you know, very easy to get around, and, you know, I enjoy a funicular. And they, oh, right. <laughs> they had that there. <laughs> and a metro, and, yeah. uh, uh, and the food was great. Uh, you know, definitely, it definitely was a lot more, uh, you know, built up and contemporary. It had a business district and, you know, hotel towers and, and all right. that kind of stuff. But I, I really liked that. I'd, li- I'd like to spend a lot more time there. And you are a fan of the red meat and the wine. Oh, yes. Yes. I did very, I did very yes. well there. And in Lima, uh, I, I believe I did eat alpaca. Just oh, you did? Local, okay. Did you delicacy. have the guinea pig? You didn't? No, the... I tried. We tried so hard yeah. to find guinea pig. Um, I found even in Cusco. You didn't have it. I had. No. It. I think I had it up there. We, we found plate. We found markets that would sell it. That yeah. would sell like the the you know big buckets of dead guinea pig. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, did not find a restaurant that uh, I, I was really surprised. Mm. I, had, I had heard that, but I also heard that that was more street food. Um, well, I had it in like a kind of a high end restaurant, and it really? was like the the priciest thing on the menu. Really? Okay. Yeah, and uh, you know what? It was. I'm, 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 it was interesting to do, yeah. but uh, it was a lot of work for not a huge payoff because <laughs> yeah. it's little bones. It's almost yeah. like the, if you've had a rabbit, mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of that. I've heard that, yeah. Um, but it, you didn't miss a ton. Mm-hmm. But, you, but what the big thing Lima is known for, you, didn't, you wouldn't have because it's the ceviche. There you go. Which yeah. is lost on you. Right. Which is a shame because it's amazing. I hear that. I, and you didn't have it. I did not have okay. it. Okay. Yeah. What did you think of Machu Picchu and uh, Cusco and all the whole thing? Uh, Cusco was. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, go. Cusco was. Real, Cusco was. Did you get altitude sickness? And I did. I did not. I took. I had some medicine left over from when I was in Nepal. Okay. Another trip we can talk about if you want mm. uh, earlier the year. Um, and so I took the medicine beforehand, and so I don't know if that helped or I was just I'm not, sure, I'm not sure affected it did. by it. But yeah. Um, the diamox. I believe so. Yeah, that's what my people on the um, Kilimanjaro was taking. Okay. Um, the uh, Machu Picchu, uh, it was one of those things that I, I was totally open to having an amazing spiritual transcendent experience, and it just it just didn't do it for me. It's great. It's definitely worth visiting, but it wasn't one of those where I didn't I have was, it either, but I thought yeah. it was really interesting. And yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. It was definitely interesting, and it was, it was you know, now, <laughs> now I don't have to be the only one on Tinder who doesn't have a, a, a picture with uh, himself <laughs> on Machu Picchu. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> like every woman on there has a picture yeah. of there. Um but, uh, From the same spot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Same exact yeah. Si- I got the same photo. <laughs> yeah, Everybody's yeah. got it. Yeah. No, and the really... llama looking out over. Yeah, I got exactly. that one. I did get some great llama yeah. photos there, which, which was really fun. Uh, but, but for whatever reason, I didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't a meaningful experience for me. Again, I really appreciated that I was, had the opportunity to go, and I was glad that I, that I did it. But, you know, there's just some places where you go and you're completely – Yeah, the same know, thing in Jerusalem. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, did it change it? No. I thought it was fascinating, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, from a historical standpoint. Yeah. And, it's, and it is. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh, where you move and you touch the, you know, wailing wall. No, yeah. no. I think you've got to believe before you do it. But there are other places. <laughs> you know what that, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, but there's other places that, for whatever reason, even, even something that doesn't have the, the meaning glommed onto it, that, that just hit your heart and soul and some that don't. Like when I was in... I went to Spain in July, and going to uh, going to Bilbao and going to the Guggenheim there that did it for me. Oh, really? Yeah, the Frank Gehry that, that was one. a spiritual experience for me. Yeah, yeah. Both seeing that building and then being in it, and it is it is so humbling, and the, the great art that's there also. That that was great for me. So I've been to Spain a couple times, but only uh, Madrid and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. That was so, the main point of the trip, and then I there was a side trip that the that I did to uh, to Bilbao. How did you like Bilbao as a city? Uh, it, it was. Great. Uh, I was only there for an afternoon. You know, it was, it was a day trip from uh, from where we were in uh, Madrid. But um, you can go there in a day. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think was it Madrid we were that day. Yeah, definitely. Barcelona okay. was too far. There you go. Uh, no, but it might have been one of the small towns in between. Okay. Um, but either way, uh, I thought it was great. It was. It was actually. It was probably my favorite day. Uh, it was a really good mix of contemporary and artistic with uh, with old school. You know, you could go. You you could walk from. 
uh, the museum. In one way, I walked, and there was a shopping mall of you know a contemporary shopping mall with a, you know right. a Skechers store, <laughs> yeah, uh, which I love when I travel to go back to Skechers. <laughs> um, and then the other way, you walk down and you know to Old Town is the cobblestone streets, and you know the the uh, we ended up in the sort of working class uh, cafeteria, you know, for lunch where you know you get a whole, whole thing of meat and potatoes and yeah, be, you know, wine for you know five euros or something. You know, again, it's your kind of diet. You must yeah, have loved yeah. it. Did you eat your weight in ham? Did you? Uh, I did. I told you to do that. You did. I I I, I tried to be responsible for right. most of the time, but then when you found, I mean, the ham there is just. I, I did resist going to the museum of ham. Oh, museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's the museum de Hamon. Uh, oh, I went. Okay, that's in Madrid, right yes. off that square. There, yeah, there are a bunch yeah. of them there. Um, but it was it was. I did have a have it a couple of times. It was oh, great. Well, I got a little tired in, in Spain again. It sounds like such a like I feel like such an awful Western for, <laughs> American for saying it. But I got a little. I got a little pinchoed out. Like all the places that just had the pinchos, the small little the tiny plates. plates. Yeah, yeah, the tiny the plates. Like the, the, there, yeah. there was by the end of the trip, I just wanted a steak to one cut giant, into. One giant, yeah, yeah, okay. which I which I found in uh, Barcelona, which was great. But in South America, that's oh I yeah, mean, that's Chile, true. you must have had giant yeah. steaks. No, we, we anytime there was a mixed platter or something too, it was so great. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because you know, everything, the sausages and the you know the pork and everything was was so wonderful. So Ibiza was on the same trip. Ibiza was, was on the same trip. Yeah, okay. so I went back. So I did a. So I started in Madrid, and then I joined a tour. A friend of mine was going. I, I was meeting a friend of mine from Australia. And she had signed up for a, a tour uh, with Intrepid that I know you've got. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and so we did that for two weeks, and then we had another, or for, I guess for 10 days, and then we had another five days in Barcelona. And I'd wanted to dive, and so I did a little side trip from Barcelona to Ibiza, okay. uh, flying Ryanair back and forth. Oh, you did yeah, Ryanair. Yeah, I did Ryanair. Oh, yeah. And I had my... I had, They're a as, mixed as, bag. As everyone, as, I, everyone has their Ryanair story. <laughs> yes. It's also. a mixed bag, and they will charge you extra for that bag. Exactly. But they were very nice on the way back when I was injured, they actually. <laughs> okay. I thought they were going to charge me for my cane. They were very nice. Gave me extra seats and all <laughs> Right. Uh, a friend of mine also just came back from Ibiza, uh-huh. but I think she was... Uh, I mean, she's kind of a, like a party girl. Well, I have to say, I, I maybe uh, you know. Did I, you I'm not sure go to that ignorance. part? Well, I I honestly didn't know that was Ibiza's reputation, and then I How got did you there not and know that. I just I've I, I not been following Justin Bieber closely <laughs> enough, I guess. Because you know, I had a choice it? of places to go. It was about the same amount of money. First of all, what time of year was this? Uh, this was in July. Okay, so you're in the height of the yeah. summer drunken uh, Brits yeah, going the there. That, that was the thing I noticed right away. One is that everybody is everybody is British and Irish, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the second, you know, it, it, you get there, you, you're driving from the airport, and every billboard is the same as you would see like going to Las Vegas. Yeah, of just you know advertising all the DJs and the pool parties and all that. And I was like, oh. But I found a very nice, you know, small non-party hotel, and you know, again, I was there. I was just there to dive and and and, and go back. Um, but yeah, I, I if, if I had known that, I, I would have. Uh, uh, done it a little differently. There was uh, there was because I, I had also been recommended to go diving on uh, Mallorca, right? Um, and I think it was just the 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 way the flight timing worked out. I would have had more time because you know you have to wait twenty four hours after you dive to fly again, and so there was more time going to Ibiza. So again. It's, you know, I'm hardly complaining about having to spend yeah. a couple days in a visa. I mean, it was, you know, even, even despite the people. And yeah. again, not the residents, despite all the visitors. Oh, yeah, was, just sunburned Brits. Oh, just God, getting, they're awful. I mean, uh, just, just every, drunken and... Well, what really oh, is boy. sad is, is just how they ruin the food for everybody because, uh, you know... They bland these, it down. Oh, and my just, God, you've got all of these Spanish people serving... Uh, you know, yeah, you know, fish and chips. Exactly. Mm. Here's a meat pie. You don't eat yeah. meat pies. Yeah, exactly. And again... Seafood lost on you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I really want to get back to Spain just because I've, 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 there's so much of that south I wanted yeah, to see. Yeah, I didn't Sevilla do the south at all, all this that time. stuff. Yeah, this is my first time in Spain. I've been wanting to go for a long time. Yeah. And that part, that part was it's great. Big. It's big. It's a it lot is. to see. It is. I actually met, uh, I don't know if I told you this, I actually met the points guy when it, the, the oh, guy yeah, who runs the site. That. I did tell you that. Okay. The tall guy, the super yeah, the tall t- guy. Yeah, Brian. I, uh, I happened to be on Facebook and, and I saw him post that, uh, oh, where am I going to go watch the World Cup when I'm in, uh, what city were we in? It wasn't Ibiza, though. No, no, no. It was a tiny town. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm in that, uh, t- I'm in that tiny town also. <laughs> so we ended up meeting up and having ham and watching soccer. Oh, that's great. Yes, yeah, so that was fun, too. Oh, were you there during the, yeah, uh, the whole World, World Cup? Cup? Yeah, when the World Cup. Spain just Spain had already lost. Out? Spain oh, had already okay. lost before I got there. So part of me was a little worried about, you know, what kind of a mood everyone's going to be in. But uh, I must have just missed fun. you because I was in Croatia and Italy around yeah. the same time. That's right. Um, yeah, and both countries had crashed out by the time I got yeah. there. I did actually see Croatia get eliminated. So I got that. Okay, and I saw America get eliminated while I was there in Rome. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was fun. I mean, it was like, you know, you know it was just so touristy. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody was in this one square, and, and everybody was just, uh, every bar was just packed. And yeah. 
It was exciting. It is fun. Yeah, yeah it's it fun. is fun. And then you, you know, there were. It, it was also just weird to be in Spain, and then there were a whole bunch of people from Belgium who were cheering yes. on the, the Belgian team. And it's just, you know, those bastards. <laughs> so when did Nepal happen? I did Nepal and India in uh, late February, early March. That's right. I remember that. And was that Intrepid as well? That was Intrepid tour. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I'm not advertising for Intrepid. I actually really did not like the Spain tour. It, oh, I just, really? Yeah, I never took them in. It was. Europe it, it just wasn't necessary. And I, and I kind of knew that going in. I mainly did it because the friend that I was meeting had already signed up, and I was like, oh, you know, right. just, I want to spend the time. Spain, with her. you could do yourself. You don't need. Yeah, it. that's the thing. Like, I, I, it was great to have a tour, and I thought Intrepid, for the most part, was was strong as a tour operator. When I was in Nepal and India, just because you know it's so different, and so overwhelming. Yeah, that's and, and why that. I wanted to. But do anything it. in Europe is so easy to get around yourself. There, there was nothing that I felt that that it added value at you know it's like i could have you know especially when it was like we offer the side trip to bilbao and the side trip was okay we'll go to that bus station buy a ticket yeah. and it's like yeah <laughs> I, that's exactly what i would have done anyway You're right um so you know the, that that I, I really felt it was not worth the worth the price yeah, in there. the but first in, world you don't really need yeah it. exactly <laughs> but in nepal and india it, you know the uh, that was such a culture shock and a you know difference like i i would not i, I don't think i would have I mean, you know, you survive, you find your way around, but I certainly wouldn't have been able to use the time as efficiently. Right. Well, first Nepal and then uh, India, because I, I always have a lot to say about India. But yeah. uh, I haven't been to Nepal, so give I, me I loved your... it. I was really it was, it was... Kathmandu. Is that yeah, where you went? Yeah, we we met in Kathmandu, um, and uh, toured around there, saw the temples, saw the places where they sacrifice people. But then also <laughs> went on a uh, did, we did a uh, flyover of Mount Everest, not flyover, but fly sort of to or next yeah. to, and that was great. You fly on Buddha Airlines, Buddha, um, and the and it's weird because you go you go back to the airport and you go through security and you have your board pass and all that and the, the one thing I, it says it says on the uh, on the ticket from Kathmandu to mountain to MTN <laughs> uh, and it's weird because it also says one way oh, <laughs> which was a little concerning Ooh, at first hmm. but uh, yeah you're up there for about an hour or so and you get to go each they bring each person up to the cockpit and the pilot will show you you know where where, where uh, Everest is and wow. then all these ranges until then great it, it was uh, 100% worth it it's actually it's funny I actually missed watching the Oscars <laughs> because I was on that because I was on the plane you didn't miss Everest. much yeah the, but it's uh, funny but I got, I got I got back to the hotel just in time to see uh, the, the John Travolta uh, you know Adina uh, Menzel is, yeah. <laughs> what did Adel you call Nazim. Adel Nazim Adel Nazim yeah, yeah sure the uh, so this is, must have been what February you were there yeah so it was late late February into March okay March. so that you're getting up to the time when people actually I think they climb it in May is the there only were, April were, May is when they the climbers go to the peak? Maybe it's not the peak, but there definitely were people who were there. Or you can go to base camp all yeah, year round. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, there were definitely people up going going to base camp, and it was and it was just a few weeks before there was a big avalanche there that, that right. People. That I think this is the that year month. that this year that the um, Sherpas had put up a protest and said they wouldn't go because oh, yeah? it was it was too volatile. Mm. You know, people were getting hurt and killed mm. and all that stuff. But is Kathmandu? Does that seem kind of like? Is that very touristy too? They, I, well, if you go I into the think part, it's a lot of backpackers. And well, there's a tourist district. Climbers. So for the you know the good part of a tourist district is that you know enough people speak English and you can get supplies right. and find food to eat and all that. The bad part is that it it's just relentless. <laughs> you know, sir, sir, come to my store. Come to my store. Hey, my friend. Yes, my friend. Hey, my friend. You, you, you don't have to buy you something. You look around. If you see it, you know, it's like, yeah, I know how a store works. Um, <laughs> Please come to my store. But there's a, just a lot of aggressive, uh, yeah. uh, you know, salesman type stuff. And then, but you know, that you're a shopper though. Did you get any? deals yeah. uh i got some uh, i got some bargains <laughs> yeah I, bet. I got some bargains and then i got ripped off a couple of times okay too, as I, should have. Sure. I bought i bought a it was a little colder than i had planned for there so I, I wanted to get like a down vest and you know i got my i'm doing air quotes now my north face vest that you sure. know that when i put a <laughs> like when i put a jacket over it suddenly like it's shedding yeah <laughs> like all these little pieces of feather face is spelled with an s yeah oh, that, sure. that part i did okay but then when i looked at the label <laughs> for the the washing instructions it was like you know machine wash curd <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot there's just so much fake stuff there and that was you yeah. know and as much as I like to shop it gets really annoying just when you see the same stuff in every st- every store and there was although what was interesting was that uh, I would see the exact same uh, like hats and scarves that I would see in these Christmas markets in New York right you know and in the markets in New York they're selling them for like 30 and 40 dollars for these you know yak wool with the fleece inside and all that and they're literally a dollar <laughs> A dollar in Kathmandu. And what's weird is they're making a profit at a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So and there's room to haggle. Yeah, exactly. There's still room to haggle. <laughs> so how long did you stay in Kathmandu? Kathmandu, I think, was for three or four. Oh, Kathmandu was just for a couple of days. And then we went to um, – I should have I should have prepped because, again, it was so many trips ago. I forgot no, the name right. of the places. But I, we went to 
another part that had a huge wildlife uh, park, went on safari uh, there, uh, and that was great. Um, you know, you get on this, you get on this canoe made from a hollowed out tree and you're going out and you're seeing, you know, elephants and rhinos and gators and, uh, well, I guess crocodiles, um, <laughs> them got gators, they got gators, gators, Yeehaw. uh, and, um, wild turkey and bears. And, you know, that, that was, that was incredible. Um, and then we, then we did a long drive to the border, uh, uh of India and then, um, and that was <laughs> that was a bit of an adventure because it, it was. I knew going into it, it was basically a thirteen-hour drive or something. It was from oh basically from like sunrise to sunset. Is this a um, bus, a rickety bus? No, they. That was one of the good parts about doing organized tours. At least it was. It was a couple minivans that were you know had, oh, air, had air conditioning okay. and. Were How big was your group? Safe. Uh, I think it was ten plus a guide. Okay, it's so a really good group. I, I lucked out with. Yeah. actually, one of the people from my group was actually visiting LA uh, this weekend. So oh, great! Who I'm going to see. Um, and it was also nice because it was mostly not Americans. Yeah, <laughs> sorry to sorry to say, um, I find intrepid tours aren't usually mostly Americans. They yeah. tend to be bigger. Being based out of Australia, yeah, I think exactly. helps a lot. Um, but uh, <laughs> and plus, you know, Nepal is far for Americans to go. You yeah, still got to get yourself there. I mean, yeah, it's... we had one. We had a couple other Americans. I, I went with an American friend of mine, and then there were I think there were two other Americans, and then the rest were we had a couple of Canadians and some Brits, Australians uh, always on this trip. On that one, no. In on the really? Spain trip, on the Spain trip, a bunch of Aussies. Yeah. No, on this one, not as not can't get away from them. They're yeah. all <laughs> no Germans. No Germans. Even? One German. Yeah, one German. I know. Yeah. I knew there'd be at least yeah. one. Yeah. So you go through. You go to the border. Mm-hmm. What kind of a border check was that? I mean, it was again. I was really glad we had a tour guide there, but even so, yeah. it was a lot more rough and tumble than I think than than people would think. You know, you'd think you're on a booked tour. You know, you're riding on a, a bus to get to that part of it. Um, but you know, you have to get off the bus. You slept your things across the border, and then there's this there's this neutral zone, you know, in between. And every everybody, whether you're, you know, a, a rich executive or you know a backpacker, you know, has to get in line at this little office and get your thing get your thing stamped and deal with the you know deal with the the noise and the smell and the panhandlers mm-hmm. and all that. And you know, the roads there are I, again. I had a great time, and it was part of the adventure. But it definitely was an adjustment getting used to. You know these dirt roads up a mountain where you're in. You know you're in a minivan behind a huge truck, behind a guy on a bicycle, behind an electric yeah. rickshaw, behind, <laughs> behind you know, a camel a, a, cart, behind seven behind seven people on a motorcycle, including a grandmother holding a child holding a baby. <laughs> right. I'm not exaggerating. Oh no, I've seen um, it. I think in the entire time I was in India, I maybe saw two or three stoplights. Mm-hmm. Um, none of it's paved, no lines, no signs. I mean, it's it's kind of nuts. And then also people pissing and shitting everywhere, too. Yeah. And cows. I forget to mention the cows oh, in the, the middle cows. of the road. Yeah. Yes. And then dogs and cats oh, yeah. running Wild across. And then over, yeah. people walking across. Yeah. I mean, it's chaos. No, and that and was in the, that was sort of in the in the more suburban parts. And then you get to the city, like Varanasi. It's overwhelming. I didn't go to Varanasi. I've, I was in... Did you end in Delhi? Is that how we ended in Delhi? Yeah. Okay, so you never made it down to Mumbai or no? That's what I want. I want to go back and do that Mumbai and then Goa and all the Goa, yeah, and all that. But the um, what is Varanasi like as compared to Delhi? I mean, Delhi's huge. It's night and day. Delhi was. I mean, Delhi had actual roads and you know and something resembling a highway and uh, you know it looked Delhi looked like a really crowded contemporary city Varanasi looked, <laughs> really crowded filthy yeah. metropolitan city no it city. wasn't I mean if, again if, I think maybe if we had if we hadn't started other places maybe it would be more have been more right. shocking but by the time I got to Del- I mean it was like a not literally but it was like a breath of fresh air compared to some of these other places and again I'm not criticizing them it's just it's just the way it is Varanasi is just it just feels like just too much just too many people want to be there for too many reasons and you know you're right along the Ganges and you see people Bathing in it. and bathing in it, and then and it is the filthiest and then a river. A few meters down, uh, literally uh, burning a body and putting it into the uh, oh. into the water, and then like you know, let a cow rotting you know somewhere down there. Um, and at the same time, it's gorgeous. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just too much humanity. Too much, yeah, it's just too much humanity. You don't want to go to. I tell people this all the time. It's like go to a place where there's a billion people. Yeah, and there's no way we want to live. Yeah. So when this when I ever see the population numbers keep going yeah. up and now there's seven billion people in the world that haven't been said I don't I, I would not dissuade someone from going there uh, I think it was a great place to visit it's just it just you really have to be prepared and you know and it's also you know oh, the electricity is going to be out until eight or nine o'clock yeah tonight. okay you know every day the power went out at least once yeah wherever I, I was you no know, absolutely and 
Um, you know, there's no places that serve alcohol near the near the river. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, again, these aren't complaints. It's just adjustments. Oh, they're complaints. They sound like complaints to me. <laughs> it was, you know, I'm not used to walking down a street and seeing people, someone just squatting yeah, and filth. taking a dump. Yeah. It's filthy. It, it is, it's, just, it's horrible conditions. And yet at the same time, if you live, like, where would you go if you live there? You got, you know, there's nothing else. There's no, there's not the infrastructure set but It's up. also amazing that it's just, you go to the city after city and town after town, you go down the street. It's all men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the other weird down thing. Up and like, where are the... They're in the house. Then they right. just keep them in the house. But once yeah, those well, doors close, yeah. the women run everything. <laughs> you know, they just... It was very strange. You would not uh, yeah. see... You would not like, see any... women? You would not see any woman maybe older than 13 or younger than 65. Yeah. They just weren't there. And yet it was still mobbed. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just so many people. Yeah, at least in Delhi, that was... At least in Delhi, you started... You'd go by the courthouse and you'd see... You know, presumably women dress up as you know, dressed up as. I'm, I'm, yeah, they're, right. they're, they're not play acting, but you know, you would see you would see wick women looking like business people, and you know, part of right. part of the culture and all that. But yeah, that was also very very strange. How did uh, and so there's ten people in the group. Yeah, how many got sick? Uh, not too bad. I got a little. I got sick, but I brought okay. antibiotic, and so that was that that cleared that up. Uh, no, no one got. No one got awful, awful. I think I maybe had the worst of it, and that was that really? was from yeah, and that was a lot wow, of it was like from. It. Uh, I got a little bit of a sinus infection, um, and then I got a little bit of the of just kind of overwhelmed head and stomach stuff. We did a, no there was belly, a, no deli belly. A little get... bit of that, but no, oh, we were pretty, boy, we were we pretty had... lucky. We did a long train ride. We did an overnight train from. Um, oh, those are fun. I took one of those and that India. was it was that that like completely disrupted my yeah <laughs> my well being. Uh, Would you like the western toilet or the eastern toilet? Uh, oh, so I can get a um, and a couple of people, little uh, you know, someone like slipped and got it, cut his hand on the uh, on, like on the bed railing. You know, like it's like a triple decker. Oh, you know, they say sleeping yeah. car, but you know, I'm thinking like north by northwest. No, and it's it's pretty <laughs> oh, much no. like it's pretty much a prison cell on wheels, mm-hmm. like a triple decker. And that's the first you're in the first class. Yeah, cabin. probably. Yeah, yeah. I saw I, we saw some of the the lower class ones going mm. by and again i don't say that as you know no second class let's yeah, second say second class sorry uh <laughs> no and they're just you know trapped in there yeah it's a cattle car it yeah. really is and at the same time what's so amazing is that life goes on people live there you know yeah. people it, it's not it definitely doesn't have the comforts of you know what i'm used to but what what you do have an appreciation for oh you people, have you make do yeah you know people people I mean, not, not not so much for me, but I mean, the, the, like people find a way to get by. You find something to eat. You find a place to shit. You find a place to sleep. You you know, you do what you can with 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 what you have there, and that 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 part is really you know. Well, it's eye opening, and it yeah. it teaches you something. Like when I hear arguments here, mm-hmm. people saying it's like we're going to have it worse than our parents or whatever, yeah. and it's just like we're fine. You know, everything's not going <laughs> to. Yeah, once you see something like that, you know how you can live. Absolutely. And it may not be as nice as you're used to, but you're, you'll get by. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? And, and there are plenty of advantages to You're going to have to make real... do with less. Yeah, I tell exactly. people like that. It's like, yeah, you just kind of have to make do with less. Yeah. And people act like it's going to be the end of the world. No, you'll just, you'll just adjust. You just use your resources differently. You'll just adjust. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you're lucky. And I was a, I was in a group of twelve, and ten mm. of us got sick in, in, in a two week period, all at different times. Oh, wow. And, and I got sick as worse as I've ever been in my life. Oh, really? Was, well, I was lucky. I, took, I did get you know the, the vaccinations and stuff before I left, yeah, oh. and had the antibiotic. That that, that that's the my, my number one recommendation for anyone traveling internationally is bring antibiotics with you. Because like, <laughs> even if you know, I don't. Any of them by name you'd like to uh, recommend? <laughs> no, just whatever the whatever the doctor. See your doctor you. beforehand. Uh, but it, it is, and don't go in the Ganges. Yeah, really. Although we did we did a boat a little boat trip down the Ganges and ended up camping on a beach uh, as well, which was great. But I still didn't. I want. I was tempted to go swimming in the water, but I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't and, want to risk it. Wait, but of talk- course, but I'm sure you know we had people like you know on the, we had like a, a boat following us, you know, cooking our food and all that. And I'm sure you know to boil the rice, they just put it in the oh, you know di- dipped it in the uh, awful <laughs> in the candies. But, That's you know. terrible. The uh, so you're February. Yeah. What kind of weather are we talking? So this is in northern India. Yeah. Uh, Probably get gorgeous. a little chilly. Uh, no, it was it was it was a little chilly. Like I said, Kathmandu was a little colder than I anticipated. But again, I'm not talking like parka. But I mean, it's it was, high up. You know, What's yeah. the elevation of Kathmandu? High. Okay. I well, I don't remember. Um, again, you can Google this, folks. Exactly. But India, uh, India varied. But you know, there are times there was shorts and a t-shirt, and other times, you know, I had, to, I had to bundle up a little bit. But um, I, uh, you know, a, a fleece, a fleece pullover does wonders in many <laughs> <Yeah>. cultures. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Never leave home without one. Yeah. So, of all these trips, yes. What um, biggest surprises 
of any of of hmm. any of those trips? Something you didn't expect that uh, maybe you saw that. Hmm. Good question. How about I'm... biggest disappointments? Oh. as well. Uh, or pleasures. Well, I would say the biggest disappointments usually are are about how um, how. Uh, commercialized some of some places right. are and not not even necessarily with you know western stores or restaurants and all that but just how uh a lot of how people there will think well this is what tourists want and so you you end up so it goes like every restaurant has the same kind of a menu yeah um you know th- there was there was especially in like aguas calientes the, the little town you have to go to before yeah. you get up to uh, machu picchu you know, almost every restaurant was sort of was identical. Yeah, and, pizza. Yeah, exactly. Pizza, <laughs> oh, great. or if they had their local stuff, it was very. You know, like I said, everything was just sort of very westernized, dumbed down. Yeah, and um, yeah, I found that in some of the places in, in Spain also that uh, that you know I, I like going and having variety and authenticity, and so it's 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 getting harder and harder to find that. I think in, in, in my experience. Yeah, you got to get off the food wise path. and shopping wise also because, like, as you know, I do like to shop, and it's like you go to you know it used to be. Um, back in my day, um, <laughs> no, it used to be you know. Oh, you, if you go down to the to the central market, you know, you would see stalls, and each of them have handcrafted things and different things from different regions. And now you go there, and it's you know the ex- identical T-shirts and towels and ties and, yeah, and with, stuff like with that. Angry are, birds on them. Oh my god, yeah, the angry birds <laughs> and you know someone uh, you know, Calvin and Hobbes, you know, looking like a stoner, or, right. you know, on a llama or you know whatever else. Or <laughs> hello, kitty. Yeah, Ooh, hey, 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 what hey, the. What the um, so that that part was a little disappointing. Like I, I like finding, I like you know, part of what I like about shopping in foreign places is is the sense of discovery and finding right. something unique and different. And that that's that's getting harder and harder to find. Um, what about the biggest uh, pleasurable thing that you found that you didn't expect? Um, <laughs> Did you dig something in particular? That yeah, I would. Well, lo- the diving thing continues to be a fun experience and a new new adventure for me. You know, I, w- I went. I wasn't expecting to be in Spain and see a lawnmower at the bottom of uh, oh, at the bottom of the Mediterranean. You know, well, there must turn- have been in the Mediterranean. Has a lot of wrecks, though. I don't know yeah. if you got a chance to see. Any, I, I didn't get to. I didn't get to that oh, if I'd okay. been there longer. But yeah, know, there's seeing- a lot better diving you could do than than a lawnmower. Well, yeah, <laughs> a lot better. Um, and uh, I would say the other pleasant thing is is on a sort of personal level is is there's always challenges that come up as far as you know it rained and i was expecting it to rain or my feet really hurt and you know this or the subway closed you know i had a i was in barcelona and the i bought a 10 trip metro ticket and it literally tore off as i was putting it in the <laughs> you know in the in the machine but you know what i what i i think my favorite parts are the the ways that you survive those things or you know you choose to if you know laugh or scream at them or you know all that and so you know for me personally i i like that i go and have these challenges that you know would maybe ruin my day if i were home and yet you find a way to persevere because you because you have to and again these are not you know huge personal struggles of you know compared to any anyone anyone else goes through but you know the the, i find myself enjoying the challenges of, of of travel and you know i'm kind of proud that I can go to a city I've never been before and and eventually get my way back to the hotel and, <laughs> yeah. you know um and uh you know finding like I, like there was an intersection that I couldn't remember how to pronounce uh when we were in Barcelona it was it was it was it, essentially it was William Tell Boulevard but it was something like Guillem Tell or whatever way you say it in Catalan yeah it was a way that I could not say it yeah. so I ended up taking a picture of it and like showing a picture of the <laughs> of the street sign to a guy you know, to the cab driver like oh that's what he meant and so you know so <laughs> finding a good idea yeah so finding clever solutions like that or you know there yeah. was a I had to figure out a way to get my boarding pass printed when I was in Spain Oh, Ryanair. Uh, yeah, because Ryanair is going to charge, charge you 50 you. euro at the oh, airport. And where I was saying didn't have a printer. And so I went into this, you know, sm- I went into these little shops and, you know, was trying to explain in my broken Spanish, you know, can I print this? And, you know, oh, I can email it to you. Great. Do you have Wi-Fi? No. So, you know, just, just finding those kinds of things yeah. out is still, is still fun. And then the, the, there's also some fun surprises that come from the places that you stay, especially doing things through Airbnb. Um, you know, some of them are unpleasant surprises, you know, places not as groovy as, as it looked on the, uh, on the site. And then other places, you know, it's really nice to be in someone's home and have someone, you know, have like a real local tell you where to go. And um, that, part's, that part's been really fun. That's great. Um, so your next trip, uh, Dominican. I'm going to the Dominican. I've never been. Uh, nor have I. You're going to dive there, I would hope. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm not sure exactly where yet, but uh, I will do. I will do that. Is it baseball season down there? 
Unfortunately, it does not start until oh. October, but I, I would imagine there's got to be some gotta be analog some... of spring training yes. or minor league or something. So I'll That's definitely where they look for that. grow the baseball players. Yeah, exactly. And I'm hoping, I mean, <laughs> if they're smart, they'll have you know a baseball museum or Absolutely. monument or something for, for tourists to go to because there's so many great players. Statue there. of Tony Fernandez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> waving. Well, we went to Rod Carew Stadium yes, in Panama, that's true. so we there's got to be, you know, Pedro Martinez. Oh, my God. There's gotta be, there. And there's got to be ten him? times as many in, oh, yeah, from absolutely. the Dominican. Absolutely. Sammy Sosa, Dominican? I believe so. You know, David Ortiz. And, oh, God. There's so many. Yeah. Um, Eric Ibar. Ooh. Oh, well, congratulations on your Angels. Thank you. Best record well. in baseball, I believe. As we, as we uh, speak, yes. Well. Well. By the time you, this drops, who knows? Yeah, be careful. Uh, you're not going to be gone during series time, would you? Or? Uh, I am going... I am going to miss some of the postseason. I'll be in. Um, uh, it depends how late it goes into into October. At least you go into a baseball loving nation. You can yeah, get it on TV. Absolutely, but yeah, a couple upcoming trips that I'm doing. Also, I'm going to uh, Vienna uh, in late October, and then from Vienna, I'm going to go to uh, Bratislava, and then uh, Salzburg, and then Venice. I've never been to Venice, Italy. Oh, really? Bratislava is in Slovakia. I want to say. Yes. I'll, I'll let you know when I get there. Okay. Uh, you doing trains all through there? and then uh, Yeah. So flying in and out of Vienna and then doing trains the rest of the time there. And then in uh, later in November, I'm going to uh, the Emirates. I'm going to Bahrain. Dubai? Yeah, I'm going to Bahrain, Dubai, and uh, Abu Dhabi. Are these are all paid flight deals or miles? Those are both paid flight deals, but then the little things in between are miles, like the like the hotels I'm using points for. Oh, good. Um, and then a lot of the little puddle jumper flights you can use uh, points and stuff for, I found to be good. But yeah, there, there were some just great deals for great deals available and people to go with. That's all I need. Yeah, I'm telling you, October, November, I always tell people that's a great time to travel, yeah. just because it's uh, it's off-peak season, and if you can get in before the holidays, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. I'll be having uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's funny, I'll be having, I will be having uh, Halloween in, uh, in Vienna, <laughs> and I'll be having Thanksgiving in uh, Abu Dhabi. Right. Neither of which they will care about in yeah, either exactly. place. <laughs> You'll be there in your costume. Yeah, exactly. Why is this man dressed as Dracula and in our, uh, you know, yeah. Beer house, beer house, beer hall, beer, beer, hall. beer. Stein, you know, yeah. rats, Keller, whatever. Sure. Um, well, thanks for coming by, man. My pleasure. I appreciate Same it. Again. And uh, keep us informed of all your uh, comings and goings. Absolutely. Would you, you like can... to plug anything? Uh, You're doing a live show as well here. Oh, yeah. We're doing a live improv show in L.A. And we're, doing, we're uh, touring a little bit around. We're going to Seattle and Vegas and stuff like that. That's a show called Course Correction. You can go to correctimprov.com. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, I'm J underscore Keith. And then on Facebook, I always put photos and try to pass on good travel deals. Um, and uh, it's funny, a few of the trips that I'm going on, I'd say maybe four or five of the trips I went on this year happened because I put on Facebook, hey, there's a good deal to so-and-so who wants to go. And then someone responded. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's just... how I ended up in India. That's how I ended up going that's to Vienna. Yeah, so that's uh, really nice. It's fun, to, it's fun to share that with people. And then obviously, it's more, for me, it's more fun going with people than uh, solo. Well, well, you're going anyway, right? Would you go solo? Yeah, probably. <laughs> depending on the place. Depending <laughs> it on is the place. nice to go. It is yeah. nice to go with them. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. My pleasure. J.Q. Van Stratton, everyone. Yeah.